Hi guys, welcome back to the Rabbit Truth Podcast. I hope you are doing great. Um, if you are new here, welcome. If you are returning, welcome back. I hope that you have listened to previous episodes and I hope that they have been a blessing to you. So, as we said, um, we are having another guest on the podcast and we are this is probably be the final episode of this um, series, but we are continuing on the topic, how important is obedience to our Christian work. So, this guest on the podcast is, you know, people that become like roommates, then they become, what's your other thing? They become friends, they become sisters. Yes, part of the family. My <laughs> father always mentions her as one of the other people that are inside the family, extended family from afar. So, um, <laughs> this is Joanne. She's, um, she was my roommate in, kind of still is my roommate. Weird. Yes, weird. I still refer to you as my roommate. <laughs> weird. My roommate almost throughout um, my first degree in Ghana. Weird. I'm now saying first degree. Oh my goodness. So, um, she's going to introduce herself to y'all. So, Joanne, you have the floor. Yeah. Hi. Yes, I'm, I'm Itoha's roommate. I still introduce her to my friends as my former roommate. And then I'm like, wait, they don't know what I'm talking about anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Joanne. Um, also Lynn, whatever, um, I'm, what am I, I'm an Ivorian, I'm a young woman, I'm a Christian, daughter of the Lord, um, yeah, I'm also a student, I'm just going to school forevermore, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, um, yeah, that's about it, that's me, great, awesome, (laughs) very nice to meet you, Joanne. So, um, <laughs> our first question would be, what, what is your view of obedience as regards our Christian work generally? Well, yeah, it's, it's central, it's central to our faith and we have a lot of passages that speak to us about, um, the centrality of obedience to King Saul, um, the prophet Samuel spoke, um, from God's heart that obedience is better than sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And we have the example of our, our Lord Jesus Christ who obeyed God and obeyed to the point of death. Mm-hmm. And um, we have, yeah, and, and I think also we might be kind of going ahead or getting ahead of ourselves, but just to mention that as well, that I think obedience in, in the Bible, throughout the Bible, works very closely with faith and with trust. Mm. And we have that in the story of Abraham, how he, the Lord spoke to him about um, Isaac being the son that he would give him and not choosing Ishmael. Mm. And Abraham had to stick to that and, and believe God, but also obey what God had said. And then ultimately, of course, the sacrifice of his son which the Lord had spoken to him, you know, you know, basically give me this one son, the one that you love. And he got up and he went with his son and that's where he saw God's glory, God's provision. And Mm. he received this eternal promise, really. Um, um, And that's, that's amazing. So yes, it's absolutely central um, to our faith and central also, I think, in the sense that that's where we see God. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where we see God coming through. Yeah. That's where, yeah. So it, it's not just some, <laughs> we don't have a crazy God, right, who mm-hmm. who demands obedience because that's what he enjoys, mm-hmm. right? 
it's it's because in that we step in line with him mm. and on that path we we meet him um we we encounter him in in amazing ways and we see him for and he can freely i would say reveal um reveal himself mm. to us um in ways that we would never know if we just chose to do things our own way mm. um so yeah well, that's, that's a pretty, pretty you know. interesting point you know that as we obey we actually encounter god more yeah you know. yeah mm. definitely and yeah i mean it's it's amazing as well how i mean we see it right and we see it throughout the word it's it's it's, it's incredible mm-hmm. where people have had the choice you know to either go with god or not so i mean we, I, mean, we i just mentioned abraham but we have lot and his wife right God gives them instructions through, you know, the messengers that he sends. And Lot's wife turns around, and she was turned into a pillar of salt, right? Um, and we have um, throughout, again, in, if we look at the New Testament, um, with the conversion of, of Paul, mm-hmm. right, the, the, the man that, you know, God spoke to, and told to go and, you know, um, and do what God instructed him to do with Paul. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, we, when Jesus walked the earth, the miracles that he performed, we have the, the man that was blind, um, mm-hmm. right? And he told him, go to this pool and wash yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know, he spat and made some mud and put it on his eyes and then told him, you know, go do that. It sounded, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was weird, right? Or even the centurion whose, you know, son was you know, dying, mm. and then she's like, go, your son will live, and he had to go, right, mm. he had to leave, and trust that what Jesus had said, because it was Jesus, it was true, mm. and he saw God's uh, miracle, mm. Very true. So I don't know, it's just, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's mm. so, yeah, it's amazing that we see that throughout the word, mm. that it, it works very much, that we can we can obey God. Mm. We can freely, you know, obey Him without, you know, blindly, I would say, because yeah. He can be trusted, mm. right? Um, so, mm. it, in our case, it's, it's not, I mean, because, you know, <laughs> the, the generation we're in generally, I mean, the word obedient sounds, it gives yeah. us, you know, <laughs> it's a creepy word because yeah. we think of a piece of power we, we think of all sorts of things like that, that. Is so true. you know but with God it's it's not obedience in the sense do as I will you know mm-hmm. because I can make you do that That that's not how God relates to us mm-hmm. when he speaks to us of obedience it is mm-hmm. literally do what I tell you because I have the full picture and yeah. I have good at heart I can only do good, right? So, mm. um, so it's um, it definitely lies. You know, it's central to our faith. It's absolutely necessary to live the Christian life. Mm-hmm. But I think there is comfort and there is joy in understanding or seeking to understand what it means. Mm. That it's very different to what we see around us on Earth. Yeah. Um, you know, and and with God, it's it's good. It's wholesome. It's mm. It's, yeah, it's absolutely worth it. Mm. And at the end of it, there is, there is God's glory, always, mm. right? Um, 
you know, it's, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, there are just more examples coming, you know, um, Prophet Elijah and uh, the widow, yeah. right, with, with her son, who had nothing left except for that, you know, jar, a little bit of oil, a little bit mm-hmm. of flour, mm-hmm. and she, she did what the prophet said because he, she knew this is the prophet of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And in those days, of course, you know, the prophet of the Lord was the mouthpiece of God. Yeah. You know, um, so she knew that him speaking, and she, but she had to trust that. I mean, yo, she was hungry, right. <laughs> you know, and her son, and that was everything they had left. But the man of God told her something, you know, and that's, I mean, it's amazing, like to the point of dying. Mm-hmm. Well, pretty much, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then look at the life that God gives her beyond that, right? Mm-hmm. After her mm-hmm. obedience, that mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But he, that inroad into her, because I mean, if she hadn't done it, she would have eaten this with her son, and they would have died. That was true. the plot, right? Actually, right? very, very true. But yeah, God comes in and says, "Okay, do this. Mm-hmm. Will you trust me to do this?" Mm-hmm. Right. And it's amazing as well that we get a kind of like a double, it's, I don't want to use that, but it's like a double money. It's like we, we benefit in, in, in double ways yeah. in the sense mm-hmm. that we get, of course, the physical whatever that, you know, God's going to give us. But then we get, we grow in our faith. That mm-hmm. woman and her son, so right, mm-hmm. discovered God in whole new ways. Mm-hmm. As, you know, I mean, I mean, if the prophet had told her, oh, don't worry, you know, this is what God's going to do. I mean, she would have, done it mm-hmm. because out of interest right yeah she does oh you know oh god's bringing all this oil and all this flour it's gonna run on forever for until you know i, I actually have food mm-hmm. yo i'll give you i'll give you every take everything true you know mm-hmm. but she didn't know what was gonna happen mm-hmm. and that stretched her in her faith and in her reliance on god mm-hmm. and she acted out of trust in the lord and not out of interest yeah right so, so it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, mm-hmm. God works in us and, and works in us as yeah. well mm-hmm. through that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's an invitation yeah. to actually grow, grow in our faith. That's yeah, so exactly. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Okay. I think the one part where it can, it can be a bit of a, you know, a trouble for mm-hmm. us is where the word tells us to, um, like children, obey your parents, mm. you know, as, as is fit in the Lord. Um, because, <clears throat> and then, you know, it works very closely with, you know, honor your father and your mother. Mm-hmm. And so, and it, it can be a challenge when, you know, your parents are engaged in things that, you know, are, are wrong. Um, or are, you know, encouraging to go in, in, in ways that, you know, are destructive. True. Um, but I love how it says that it's in the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so it's not absolute obedience, mm-hmm. right? It's it's obedience that's subjected to God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love that, that, you know, mm-hmm. but, but that in, 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 if in our hearts, that's our, that's how we're inclined to, interact and live with our parents, right? It's, if they are leading us in ways that are contrary to what God says, yeah. then that's, it's not rebellion. And, and it's, it's choosing God instead of what they say, mm-hmm. but it's not out of a heart that rebels, right? Yeah. It's out of a heart that says, mom, dad, I mean, I would obey you, but this is contrary to what God says. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, 
I mean, it's, I mean, I'm just saying it now, but sometimes in specific circumstances, it can be a challenge. True. It can be difficult to, um, and then sometimes what they're saying is not wrong. It's just, you don't, you really, really don't want to do that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, so, but knowing that, that this is the standard from the word that yeah. tells me, you know, if it's not basically, if it's not contrary to what I know to be from God, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am to um, listen to my parents and yeah. do as they, as they say. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and I think also, I mean, I remember I used to, there was this preacher I listened to a few times, and this is years ago, but he used to say a lot, you know, the thing with obedience as well, in, you know, in line, not just random obedience, right, yeah. but random obedience, you know, in line with scripture, yeah. is that, you obey and you leave the consequences to God, right? Ooh. And, mm. yeah, and because God stands by his word, he defends True. his word and he honors yeah. his word, right? Mm-hmm. So if you honor his word, mm-hmm. he honors who, you know, um, who honors him, right? So mm-hmm. he, and he, he never, he'll never, um, I mean, it's not like we might not suffer for the word, yeah. but he's never going to let us be, disappointed right Mm -hmm. you know i mean we can have moments where we're like god where are you but it's not it's never going to be the final state of Mm -hmm. affairs yeah if we've chosen for him right so Mm -hmm. um yeah it's that's actually that's a great segue into talking about you know obeying the instructions that are already in the word you know yeah 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 things like um prayer you know, yes, 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 in the epistles, it is said so many times, you know, yeah, pray in the spirit, pray in understanding, yeah. pray, yeah, and, pray with and all the yeah, yeah, pray with that, you know, so many yeah. times it said in yeah. the Old Testament, even the Old Testament, pray, like just, yeah, praying, you know, and yeah. sometimes it seems like, oh, this is just another one of those religious things that we do, yeah, but it really yeah. isn't it at all. You know, yeah, for our own good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know. and yeah, we're built up doing that. And personally, that's it means something I'm I'm going through um, right now. I like, read you know, reflecting over prayer and and you know examining my own life with regards to prayer. And it, I have a lot. You know, there's a lot of work mm. to be done. You know, and sorting out to to do with God. But I think it was like yesterday. Actually, I was thinking about this that. Um, when it comes to, like, personal prayer, it's so easy, especially, you know, when you're, like, running around doing a lot of things mm-hmm. and you've got a busy schedule and stuff, to be like, oh, my goodness, I, I haven't been able to put time aside to actually pray, right, to, yeah. to make time to pray. And then I was like, but, you know, this whole sort of, I mean, it's important to do that when you have the time, obviously, but prayer it's it's not been institutionalized into you know you um you must you know make time two three four hours in this way at this time no right i mean of course the instruction of jesus saying when you pray go into your room close the door behind you you know and the father your father who sees in secret will reward you it was not about the place of prayer mm-hmm. it was about you know not not showing off one's faith right mm-hmm. not using it as a means of you know gaining honor and respect yeah. amongst people mm-hmm. but um really what it is is you know the 
God's house will be called a house of prayer. And of course, it means the meeting place, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in terms of our bodies being God's temple, mm-hmm. right? Just having prayer continually rising from our hearts mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. And when I think of what Jesus said, right, to the Samaritan woman, that the time is coming yeah. when uh, true worship is worship in spirit and in truth, because mm-hmm. that's what really God wants. Then wherever I'm at and whatever I'm doing, I need to be constantly to be reminding myself mm-hmm. that in whatever place I'm at, God is with me. God hears. God listens. I am His temple wherever I'm at. Yeah. Right. And I need to be, you know, engaging continually in prayer. Yeah. Um, and and literally as you know, oh, not necessarily even opening my mouth, depending on where I am and what I'm doing, but my heart being turned to the Lord yeah. and being in communion with him and speaking to him about everything that's going on. Mm. And that's, that's a discipline personally that I really want to cultivate mm. because mm. when, you know, if he's saying pray without ceasing, um, you know, and if the word true. tells us that's that, true. you know, and that men everywhere ought to pray and mm-hmm. not to faint and all of that. I mean, there. That means that it's, I mean, there is no way in the world, right, that you have a busy schedule and that you, every waking moment of your life you're in your room, you know, kneeling and praying. Yeah. Like, that's impossible, mm-hmm. right? So that means then that there is this need to be constantly reminded mm-hmm. that it's really about my heart being turned. That's what prayer is, being turned to God mm-hmm. and being in communion with Him, speaking to Him yeah. and allowing Him to, to direct me into to um to bring scripture to my mind mm-hmm. help me meditate uh, uh, you know upon that mm-hmm. um prompt me by his spirit yeah um but then of course there's the prayer of um meeting up meeting being together yeah. right mm-hmm. which means building fellowship mm-hmm. and um just communing with one another yeah and to, you know corporate prayer mm-hmm. and of course you know praying together is so powerful um yeah mm-hmm. it's so pa- and then t- i mean tonight with you know all sorts of media means and stuff there are all these like virtual rooms that everyone can kind of like phone into whatever yeah. log into and and have you know corporate prayer so even if you're mm-hmm. in an isolated place if True. you have friends elsewhere yeah right you can find a time you there like time difference you can find a time that works sort of for everyone mm-hmm. maybe once a week and whoever can, you know, join, can join. And mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. there's a friend of mine who started one here. And every Thursday evening, um, you know, there's about like five of us that join and pray together for just an hour. And um, it's okay. it's so good. I actually started it's, one it's, too because I needed it. Yeah. <laughs> I it's, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. What you know, God does through those those things. You know, those prayer, just pray, just through prayer, God does a ton. And I mean, there was a meeting last week that some friends told me about. I couldn't go, but um, I I forgot that what it's called. But it was a prayer meeting, and it was I think the name of it was something like um, because we built something like it was a bit like a slogan. I mean, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was along the lines of because prayer changes history or something like that and i was like that's so very very true Mm. that you know um when we pray our our seemingly little prayer little Mm. prayer meetings have 
God uses that mm. to do incredible things in the present, about the future, mm-hmm. about the lives of specific people that we're praying for. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, so yeah, from conversion to people being protected growing up mm-hmm. to, you know, everything. Prayer is, it's the, it's, you know, the prayer, and the word tells us, right, the prayer of, of a righteous man or a righteous person evadeth much. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 prayer is a powerful means that God has given us. Prayer, in, you know, with faith mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. God has given us to bring about his will, yeah. right, and to, to see his kingdom come mm-hmm. in our lives and in our in the places where we're at and in other people's lives. Mm-hmm. So I think it's I think it's personally as well. It's like passages I need to you know go back and read more yeah. often mm-hmm. to be just reminded again. Yeah, of exactly yeah of the importance of prayer and how God prizes that True. and how He's given that mm-hmm. to us too. Mm-hmm as a means of fellowship with him and with each other as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, it. yeah, absolutely. Pretty great. And I feel like the same thing applies to things like Bible study or... Yes, yeah. ...with other believers or yeah. leadership, giving, loving. Mm-hmm. Like, these are yes. things we see absolutely. all through scripture that are clearly yeah. stated. You know, yeah. are, you yeah. know how sometimes I feel like social media makes us major on the minor. Maybe there's one verse, one verse about one thing. Just that one thing. We spend the whole day discussing about that. But we haven't gone through, like, we haven't been yeah. devoted to so loving, really loving people, yeah. giving, yes. honoring. Yes. You know, there are yes. many things that are already yeah. stated. Yeah. Even if yeah. you haven't heard God say, get up and go here. Like, there are some things yeah. that are clearly stated in the word that if you do, you're so right. You're not yeah. in God's will. That they're just there, yeah. clearly stated, yeah. you know. That's so true. Yeah. So 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 true. And there there is there is this um, pastor I love, uh, Pastor Carter Coleman of well, he took over from David Wilkerson at um, Times Square Church. Anyway, he said this one, it really stayed with me very strongly that the will of God well two things. The will of God is not a needle in a haystack situation, right? Mm. And that if we do what is plainly written in the word we honor God in that way. He yeah. will reveal these other more specific things about our lives. That is so true. But, yeah. Bruh, we don't, so we true. don't, yeah, we don't pay attention to, and you know, a lot of the things that we see in our churches or in our own lives mm-hmm. that, or in our, you know, it's just literally not putting God's word into practice. That L- it's that simple, you know? <laughs> it's true. It's true, you know? Like, when you read, and it's amazing how, how practical the epistles are. Mm-hmm. You know, even Jesus, like, what everything he said was so practical, mm-hmm. right? That um, in terms of relations amongst, you know, in, in, a, in family settings, children to parents, yeah. parents to children, wives to husbands, husbands to wives, um, people in authority, mm-hmm. um, people, you know, un, you know, under authority, uh, relations, you know, all sorts, you know, if you, if there are issues in, you know, with a brother, how to go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as you said, giving, you know, and it's, I mean, on, on giving, it's very interesting how we, there are all sorts of things that are said in church to almost entice people to give. Mm-hmm. 
because people are not giving, you know, mm. or, or because there's this sort of reluctance to get, and it's, so if it's like giving to, I don't know, to a big project and it sounds grand mm. and we're going to be seen, then it's more, you know, there's more reason to give, yeah. but then sometimes it's giving to somebody in church or somebody that you, you see it doesn't have much and you just are prompted to, you know, you know, help this person out, take this person out to lunch, have a conversation, take time out to go see this person, mm-hmm. um, you know. Um, or sometimes, you know, the thought of somebody comes, it's like, call this person, um, yeah. or write to them, or, you know, things like that. Take time out, you know, step out of your way, go meet. Sometimes it's even like sharing, you know, being vulnerable with your own story because that will help the other person, you know, opening up. Um, you know, not looking at people and, and, you know, already having made up in your mind who they are, what they do, blah, 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 you know. It, it's so, like, it's, 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 it's just huge, right? But if, if we're in the practice of, of doing that, right, mm-hmm. then God can entrust us with more. And, you know, he can, he can speak to us, um, you know, about, about people's needs. Mm-hmm. And then we'll start seeing, you know, needs in the church, in the pastor's uh, life, his family's life, so um, you know, in, in, and so on and so forth. And then I'm just thinking, when I'm thinking of like the book of Acts and the early church and how it's, it's amazing, it says that nobody lacked anything. Oh my goodness. You know, well, because of so this sort of, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just like, can we really say that of our own churches today? Is that... Mm. You know, is it is this something that's in our hearts? Really, is it there, burning? That when I see somebody doesn't have much, and it can be have not having much of various things, right? Mm-hmm. It can be in terms of you know revenue, can be food, it can be just you know loneliness um, or True. whatever. You know, um, you know, being there, and it's hard. I mean, I have a lot of work to do <laughs> in that regard. It's hard because you have to step out of your you know, yeah, you're comfortable, yeah, of your comfort and your, and your, you know, your routine, this is what I do every day, I don't want to step out of this, you know, um, or sometimes, you know, it's, it's when you don't have anything anymore, financially, that there are all these needs that come up, you're like, yo, can you have come at a different time, you know, and it's, but it's amazing how, you know, the Lord, as, you know, we release and, and give away mm-hmm. to people. Um, and, and it's, you know, it's money, it's time. And, and I'm saying it because some people are, you know, are more generous with their money, but not their time. You know, it's like, you dare not. And then some people will give you all the time in the world, mm-hmm. you know, but they will never give you a penny, you know, mm-hmm. um, or, or a dime or whatever, a cent, whatever currency you have, right? <laughs> Um, so it's, I think it's being honest with ourselves and, mm-hmm. you know, asking ourselves, what is it that, you know, is, it, it is hard for me to, to give away or True. to, you know, um, to give to others, you know, um, and, and it's definitely going to be hard. I mean, I'm sure when they, <laughs> when they brought that, um, paralyzed man through the roof, I, I thought, I think it was painful for, for whoever in that, um, you know, owns that house, you know, when Jesus healed the uh, main man, you know, so every time I read that, so I'm like, yo, these people <laughs> destroying somebody's roof, just like that, you know, <laughs> without, you That's know, true. any warning, nothing, you know, That's very true. but 
that person, so then you, you look, okay, my roof is destroyed, but this person is healed, right? <laughs> <Which is more laughs> you know, it's like, which, you know, are you going to get upset or are you going to praise God, you know, yeah. so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it's. Well, yeah, that's, that's really yeah, good. That's, God, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. God disrupts us. And, and I think that's the whole thing of like obedience is it's stretching us like in ways that we would never go. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where God is. That mm-hmm. that's where God is, and that's where God wants us to to go. And that's where there is. Mm-hmm. That's where His. That's what. That's where what is of Him really can flow and reach people mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. in ways that you know yeah. would never happen if we hold back. So yeah. you're right, and you know, in terms of that's actually, that's actually and a great, like, great point to you know to close in on. That's yeah, sure, yeah. Seeing obedience as an invitation to more. Seeing obedience as an yeah. invitation, not as a religious thing, you know, but it's really yeah. an invitation, you know, it's like God Absolutely. inviting you to more, to grow yeah. in your faith, to seeing what this Christian life can really be. Because as yeah. we obey, we're actually coming into the fullness of life that he paid for. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, thank you so 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 much. You've really thank you. It was edifying for myself, just like reminders. Yeah, (laughs) really great podcast. Yeah, and I hope you guys have learned something. This is one I think you should probably go and listen to again because there's so many gems that have been dropped all through it. Yeah, but thank you so much, Joanne, for joining us again. Thank you. Hopefully, we'll be back in the future. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for joining us. Yeah. And please guys, don't forget to practice these things. It's not just enough to hear them, but to actually make them a part of your everyday life. Yeah. So thank you very, very, very much. 